Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. We have the Ravens' initial 53-man roster, Garrett. Got crisp, clean, <laughs> laminated. Fresh off Twitter? You never laminate the initial 53-man <laughs> roster, though. That goes yeah. unlaminated. Um, anyway, we're here to give you our takeaways from the initial roster and even talk about what the next moves could be because there's always some additional moves as this whole thing shakes out. But the key word here, initial. Yes. 53-man roster. So we're not going to go through all of them right now, but mm. let's highlight some of the bigger decisions here. Okay, let's, we'll start at quarterback. Sure. Tyler Huntley's on the team. Josh Johnson is not. So And Anthony Brown is not. And Anthony Brown is not. Right. So Tyler Huntley is the backup quarterback as of right now. I think we both think that Josh Johnson could be back on the practice squad or whatnot. He could even be on the 53. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but as of right now, they opted to keep Tyler Huntley and not Josh Johnson. Now, part of that could be vested vet status. Josh Johnson is a vested vet. Yeah. Tyler Huntley is not. Correct. Right? So if Tyler Huntley were to be released, he would have to go through waivers. Just Josh Johnson does not. Right. So, I mean, that could be a part of it. I think all you, you take into account all those things. And I think that, you know, I, I think... I said before, both of us had Tyler Huntley as our on our 53-man roster. We both predicted that. I think that Tyler Huntley, to me, did enough to win that job. I think it was a competition in training camp. I still think that Snoop did enough to win that job. I think that he, I think it was close. And Josh Johnson, especially as camp and the preseason went along, really kind of ramped up the competition there. But I still think that, that Snoop won that spot. And so I think that he goes in as the number two quarterback. And I do think that, I think that Josh Johnson will be in the castle at, in some capacity yep. very soon again. Yep. All right, let's move on to running back. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, the guy we've <laughs> talked about a lot. A lot of fans have been on the Keaton Mitchell bandwagon. So have we. We both had him on our 53-man roster. Keaton Mitchell is on. He's on the initial 53, so congrats to him. That's one of those feel-good stories. Yeah. Dad played for the Ravens. Yeah, there's a couple feel-good stories here. Yeah, there's a couple feel-good ones. So Anthony Mitchell played for the Ravens back in the day. You weren't a Ravens fan. You were rooting for the Browns. <laughs> I was an initial. I was a. I was a Ravens fan before they were the Ravens. Oh my God! Don't even. Don't even. That's pathetic. Me. The I original. The original Ravens. Keaton Mitchell's dad, Anthony Mitchell, returned that blocked field goal against the Titans in the 2000 divisional playoffs. Returned it 90 yards for a touch. Oh, it's a great moment. Yeah, one I of mean, the best moments in Ravens history. Yeah. Right, sorry, we. I, I digress. I know. I think. I think that. Um, it is an awesome story. Like to play for the team as an undrafted player who your dad played for. I just think that like that is an incredible story. Yeah, and it's, cool. it's. I just think like with Keaton Mitchell, we saw it in practice. Like you started to see over the course of training camp, like oh, this guy's got some juice. He looks really good. Oh, got, before then, I thought in like OTAs minicamp, I was like, this guy's this he, guy's speed is legit. You know, he, legit. he also. I think he benefited from the fact early on J.K. Dobbins wasn't on yep. the field in training camp. Gus he was Edwards. on the field at all during the offseason program. No Gus during the offseason right. program. And, you know, they limited Gus's reps to some extent in camp. And I just think that he took advantage of that opportunity. Like, he's got world-class speed. We saw it yep. in the preseason games. He showed it against the Eagles. He showed it against the Commanders. So, he, he, mean just, he was just too good. He was just too good to cut. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Agreed. Boils down to, dude was just too good to cut. Yeah. In practices, and he showed it. When you put it on tape in preseason games especially, sorry, you're not making it to waivers. Yeah, and he, um, he, he was... 
Like, it's a deep running back group. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. Melvin so Gordon I, did not make it. It's Melvin Gordon did not. So I don't know what the role will be if, for Keaton Mitchell as we, like, go into the regular season. It's yeah. hard to see a, a path for him to get much playing time if all those guys stay healthy. Right. But the fact that he's on the 53 speaks to his ability, the fact that he earned a spot, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. Completely agree. All right, wide receiver, as we predicted, the sixth wide receiver spot went to Tylen Wallace. No yes. surprises with the top five. Uh, so congrats also to Tylen Wallace. That's one thing I'll I'll just say as a detour. A lot of focus on cut down day gets put on the cut. But yeah. Dreams are coming true. It's also like the, you make, were saying. the make the day team. Yeah. I mean, make, dreams make, come yeah. true today. You yeah. know, it's got a little NFL draft flavor to it. Right. And so uh, congrats to Tyler Wallace also. Now he's been on the team the past couple of years, but I'm just saying it was a pretty stacked wide receiver group. It wasn't a given. He was a bubble guy for sure. Coming up, starting at the start of training camp and for him to make the team based on, I think not just, He's good on special teams, but he progressed. He grew as an offensive player. He showed that with two touchdowns in the first two preseasons and games. Like, congrats to him. He looks as good as he ever has here. Yeah. Like, this was his best camp by a mile. Yep. I thought he has taken a big step. He showed it in the preseason with touchdowns and back-to-back games. Like, he's going to be one of the valuable special teamers. Like, I think there will be a role for him on game days. I, yeah. My expectation. Well, that's, that's the interesting thing is you... I, I think they have to have six wide receivers active. They don't have to, but I think Tylus, because of what he does on special teams, makes a good case to be active, and that's six wide receivers active on game day. That's a lot. That is, and that six spot you, you may view just more as a special teamer. Right. Yeah. But still really important, and, and yeah. also like on that six, those six receivers being active, we'll see if Bateman is ready to go as an active player at week one. Certainly hope so, but we'll have to wait and see if that's the case. You know, right. He's not... You know, it's, he's still coming back from that injury, so we'll the, see if the he's fully ready to is go. that he will be. Hope so. Yeah. Uh, tight end, no surprises there. Uh, top three: Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, and Charlie Kohler all made it. Uh, the, Travis Vokalek, the undrafted yeah. rookie, did not. Yeah. Um, he would be an, a logical practice squad candidate. Um, I think the Ravens would probably cross their fingers and hope that happens. Good, good preseason. Two touchdowns, two touchdowns in one game. Yeah. Like in one game, really good preseason, but just not a spot for him. Like. When you're when you're in a roster crunch and like you have a really good tight end room, just not a spot for him. Yeah, there's been a number of big name tight ends who have been released uh, from what I've seen on on X. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so next up, offensive line. This is going to be an interesting one. Ben Cleveland made the team. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a guy that we talked a lot about. Didn't know, you know, what's the spot for him? Uh, did the Ravens explore, you know, possible trade options for him? We don't know anything about that, but he made the team. And I think part of this is because right now, if you needed a backup guard to John Simpson, the backup guard to John Simpson, I think would be Patrick McCary. Maybe it would be Ben Cleveland. I think it'd be McCary, but Backup interior guy, Ben Cleveland would probably be that over solid, generally speaking. Especially, yeah. he's the backup right guard to Kevin Zeitler. And, once again, with Cleveland, if you were to waive him, he goes through waivers. And uh-huh. here's a third-round pick that's a redwood tree. He probably gets claimed. Yeah, so, yeah. if you don't have, you know, if if you can keep him, keep him. Is kind of the the viewpoint that I they have. They also were, they did work him at tackle, too, uh, at yep. camp. I, I mean, I would think for Alele would be... Your, your backup right tackle, yep. but Cleveland does have that ability if they needed him pinch. to play there for some reason. Yep. Um, yep. So I think that he gives you the versatility there. I think also with Cleveland, like, I think he's played pretty well in games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I know that people made a lot yep. out of the one play against the Eagles where he just get got burned yep. by Jalen Carter. But, like, that's a, that's a premier draft pick. Jalen Carter. And just yep. be one of the best players in the draft. So he yep. just, he beat him bad. Yep. But, like, I think 
in totality, Ben Cleveland played pretty well in those games, and he's been in, he's played, so he's has experience. He yep. could step in if needed. Yeah, Sam Mustafer, my guy. Yeah, Sam Mustafer did not make the team, which is a little bit surprising to me. Uh, which is an indication that Pat McCary, I guess, would be the backup center. Now, I think there's a decent chance Mustafer, being another vested veteran, could land on the practice squad or back on the fifty-three for all we know, mm-hmm. and be that backup center. He could be. Now, uh, if he's back on the 53, that's a lot of offensive linemen. That's 10 offensive linemen. Yeah, they, they could put him on the practice squad and say, if if Linderbaum were to go down in the middle of a game, we could have McCary step in exactly. a game. And but then, then he would moving over, forward, right, if he were activate, three games or whatever, yeah. then Mustafer comes up. Right, right. And yeah. I think that's what, yeah, and that's, that's part probably of, true. And, and that's part of the beauty of, of Pat McCary, yeah. as we've said a million times. And I think that also that is maybe part of the reason that you want to keep it, you know, Ben Cleveland, for example, is so that if, if McCary is truly your backup, your number one backup at five offensive right. line he's positions, the backup at left guard and center, let's say, and right guard and left tackle. And le- right, he's the primary backup at left tackle, <laughs> right? So, right, if he's the backup at four spots, right? I mean, he backs up at right tackle too. If he's the backup at all five spots, the num- he's the sixth guy, right? And the number one backup at all those spots. Like, if you have two injuries, yeah. now you got a problem, basically. Right. And so the- you need to have depth there. Right. Exactly. Um, I think he, I mean, I think that he probably. I don't know if he backs up all five, like, in a game. Like, if, if someone goes down in the middle of a game, but. I mean, but he might. <laughs> he might. He might be like the first if, guy. If Ronnie up. Stanley went down to the game, it would be Pat McCary. If John Simpson went down to the game, I think right now it would probably be Pat McCary at left guard uh-huh. over Sala and over Ben Cleveland. We haven't seen Ben Cleveland play really hardly any left guard yeah. this summer. Center. Really seen center either, there's not another has. center backup center on the roster, so it's Pat McCary right yeah. now. Right, right guard. It would be Cleveland and Pat McCary. I don't know. Might go Pat McCary. Yeah. <laughs> Right tackle, it's Falele or Pat McCary or Cleveland, but but Falele probably first up or Cleveland or, or McCary. I'm not sure McCary might be first up there. I know he Fa-Lele. really he really might saying. be the backup at all five spots, and so that's part of the reason you need to keep some extra depth there. <laughs> yes, it's kind of crazy to go through that. All right, uh, next up we have the inside linebackers. All right, before we go defense, let's take a oh, quick break, okay. and yeah, then we'll come call. back and dive into the defense. We're coming to you from the SeatGeek studio. Also, we want to give a shout out to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the Baltimore Ravens, and it has a limited time offer that you don't want to miss. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use the promo code FLOCK. If you're a new user, you can get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Again, the promo code is FLOCK at the DraftKings Sportsbook. you got to be over 21 to play and physically present in Maryland. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so defense. Yeah, uh, let's let's actually go defensive line. I was going to do linebackers. You got excited. You, I, I did. You wanted you wanted to give me credit for the Delshawn Phillips pick. You, that you were you wanted to jump into it. You know, but as we it can, went along. I was more more and more. I thought about. It, I was like, Delshawn's on the team. He, he is. is. And I'll, he, give you, I'll give you kudos. And he is. And he is. So, so a little tease there, but we'll come back to that. Well, we might as well now. No, I, I, we, I want to let this moment, I want to I want to stretch impossible. it out. As, you are just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Defensive line. Yes, okay. Uh, as of right now, the Ravens, as we both predicted, pretty light on the defensive line. Only four defensive linemen, Michael Pierce, uh, Travis Jones, Justin Matabike, and Broderick Washington are the four. And then really, Brent Ur- so Brent Urban got cut. I expect that, that he'll be back very soon. That's what Possibly. happened with him last year. He got cut. He was back. He was back. He's been, he's been on this merry-go-round before. 
it would not surprise me if I see Brandon Urban in the cafeteria, you know, getting eggs tomorrow morning. Dinner tonight. Well, I mean, I was going to say tomorrow morning getting <laughs> eggs, but sure, sure. <laughs> um, I, I think I think that Urban's on this team. I would completely but, but agree. By week one. No, that was, so that would be five defensive linemen if once Urban is back on. Yeah. Um, which we, I shouldn't say once, if we assume he will be. Yeah. That that's would be my, very, that's my guess. That would be very thin on the defensive line without him, obviously. Um, all right. Now, inside linebacker. You've had your moment to gloat about Delshawn Phillips. <laughs> Congratulations, Delshawn. I'm sorry I ever doubted that you were going to make the 53. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a good player. I mean, A, from a special season standpoint, and he's done more defensively, not just in practice. Remember when he had like 10 picks? In one, one practice. <laughs> in one practice. Right, yeah. Might be a little hyperbole. But he had, well, the guy was getting making plays in practice. He, would make, he made plays, honestly, yeah. like... Like beyond my prediction, like this is a guy who earned his way. Another, yep. another one. Won a job. In he practice. won a job. I yep. think he. And John Harbaugh said after the Bucks game, like he took a step as a defensive player. Oh, completely. And we saw that in practice. Like he was making plays. He was in the yep. right spot at the right time. Well, he and was in. A, he was in a tight race. I mean, he had Christian Welch and Josh Ross, two other good players who have both, you know, shown what they can do on special teams. Welch for the past couple of years has been a special teams kind of core player. Both those guys have been on the fifty-three before Josh exactly. Ross and Christian exactly. Welch. Yeah. Um. So he beat both of those guys out. Neither of those. Uh, two made it. The Ravens have five inside linebackers, Roquan, uh, PQ, Trenton Simpson, Malik Harrison, and Delshawn Phillips. Yes. Um, so congrats to Delshawn and the others. Outside linebacker, there is a real feel-good story here and one that I think, honestly, if I'm saying the biggest surprise, it, it, this one kind of caught me a little bit more by surprise. And that's Malik Ham, the undrafted rookie, made the team. And I'm really happy for him. I mean, what a, gr- a feel-good story. You know, went to uh, Baltimore City, grew up in Baltimore, like dreaming of becoming a Ravens uh, player one day. Just a great story of him making the 53. Yeah, like this is a guy, he's from the city, um, like, yep. and you grow up rooting for like the hometown team. Yep. And then you know, he goes to Lafayette College. It's not like yep. he went to some premier program. He goes to Lafayette College, ends up coming here as an undrafted guy. And like, he just kind of quietly, I thought, played really well and and honestly i think that he made the team during the commander's joint practices i think that in that large definitely, part that, like, yeah i mean i think he had caught people's attention before then like he was practicing well and then in his practice i mean he was a wrecking ball he was just putting guys on their back yeah he was he had two really good days and then he went out in the preseason he got a sack in the preseason opener forced a fumble against the commanders mm-hmm. in that game i mean Another dude who just in practice. Now, I think the reason that I say it was a surprise is a lot of us, I think, before the Ravens signed Jadavion Clowney, were like, Malik Ham might make this team. Yeah. Then they signed Clowney, and you're like, all right, they have more depth than at outside linebacker. They don't really need him as much. But the other news of the day, Tyus Bowser remains on the NFI list. So he's going to miss the first four games at least, a minimum of four games. Malik Ham is kind of, you know, the Sam linebacker, the other Sam linebacker in the room. Now, you know, Ojabu could play over there. Those guys are kind of uh, universal. You know, they're versatile in what they can play. Jadavion Clowney can play over there and all that. But if you're talking about a, a guy, you know, who can move, go backwards, play in space a little bit, Malik Ham has, has shown some of that ability. And I think with Tyus Bowser out for the first game, first four games, Malik Ham has an opportunity to potentially have s- some defensive snaps. Yeah, that would be interesting if he ends up, you know, being in that in a spot early in the year where he, he plays. Yeah. 
Which I is, mean, right now the other they have four guys, so it's not like they're really thin thin. Like last year, remember when they went into the <laughs> week yeah. one at outside linebacker? They had like two outside linebackers. They're like all right, Oway, you're playing a uh, hundred. Justin Houston was yeah. playing the, basically the whole game. Yeah, in Oway, yeah. yeah. So it's not like that. I mean, they have four guys. You have Oway, Ajabo, uh, Jadavion Clowney, and then the rookie Tavius Robinson. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Malik Ham could be a game day inactive. I don't know, but I'm just saying I think perhaps the Bowser move of him staying on NFI impacted Malik Ham making the team. And he just won a spot again. Yeah, Bowser, you know, we had this conversation and on the 53-man prediction, and both of us were expected, you know, because the indication previously was that he'd be ready week one. Yeah. And so kind of surprising, disappointing news on the Bowser front to find yep. out that he's not going to be available for the first month of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's on the side field in, like, shorts and T-shirt kind of working. You know, at least he's out on the field at this point. We, we see him. Yeah. Right? And he's out there kind of working on his own as he come back, comes back from this knee ailment. You know, John Harbaugh has described it as a agitated knee, I believe. Right. right. Um, but, I mean, the guy hasn't, he hasn't practiced at all. Yeah, all I mean, summer long. I mean, it it became clear two, like when he, half out. Right. It, it became clear like that when he wasn't on the practice field this week, like he's not ready week one. Exactly. And so then you start thinking, is he going to be ready week two? I don't know. Right. Like so, yeah. then it's like, all right, maybe week three. And then at that point, you really have to like as you're going through this roster crunch. And the Ravens have not been a team that have rushed guys back from injuries. Yeah. Like, they usually give them a runway. Tyus Bowser had a, a, a runway last year. You know, he took kind of a runway comeback from the Achilles. He missed, what, the first six yeah, I games, I think? Yeah. Um, six, seven, something like that. And then he came back. So, you know, I think they, they want to make sure that guys come back and they're good, good. Mm-hmm. You know, they are ready to roll. And so Tyus Bowser will have that opportunity. It is disappointing. But to our point, I think they do have a little depth at outside linebacker where they can kind of sustain that. Yeah, and credit to Malik Ham. Yep, I, just, I, I think that, like, two awesome stories with Keaton Mitchell and Malik Ham, two undrafted yes. rookies who have connections to this team, yep. connections to the city, yep. and they end up making it, like, pretty it's cool. storybook. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, next up, cornerback. Yeah. This was another very interesting... I thought this was, honestly, maybe the biggest surprise kind of on the other end. Yeah, so the, the surprise cut was Caillou Kelly, the fifth-round pick out of Stanford. You know, we say it's a surprise just because you don't see the Ravens really cut rookies all that often. Now, Tyler Beatty, the sixth round pick, didn't make it last year. A few years ago, Sean Wade was a fifth round corner who he they ended up traded. Traded, yeah, right. So not just a cut, and and particularly at a position where the Ravens want depth and have had injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Caillou's had kind of an up and down training camp and preseason, made the play on the goal line, but also given up some catches as well. Um, so that one was one, I think we both had him on our 53, but didn't end up going that way. And really, who they opted, the the player that made it on the 53 that we weren't so sure about was is Arthur Millette, the veteran uh, kind of slot option from Pittsburgh, uh, previously at Pittsburgh. Part of this, I think, might be, when you're really looking at it, the Ravens need more help at slot in the immediate than they do outside. They have mm-hmm. more depth outside. Well, they also added, I, they, I think they just, they opted to go with the veterans. Mollette, they also signed Ronald Darby. Now, Ronald Darby yep. wasn't really, like, when they brought him in, you knew he was going to be on the team. I mean, yep. he could be yeah, a starter sure. week one. But, like, he, they basically said, we want to get the veteran, we want to get veteran depth there. Yep. And they went and they got Darby. They signed Mollette previously. Yep. So, like, they they opted for the veterans. And those guys are more NFL ready right now to step in and play right away. And they might have to do that early in the season as Marlon Humphrey is currently working his way back from an injury. Totally. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at slot corner, it's Mollette. 
Ardarius and then some combination of safeties, yeah. you know, Hamilton or Stevens or something like that. But Mollette could be playing a fair amount of snaps week one. If they go three wide week one, like I think it's possible that your three corners out there are Darby, Rock, Rock, and Mollette. Now I possible. I think or, or it's Ardarius. possible. I think it's possible. I think that actually, if if I were doing it, I would think it would probably be Brandon Stevens over Darby right now. But I think that that is a possible mix. And I just think that basically, like, again, they opted to go with the veterans at that spot. I think Kai would be an ideal practice squad candidate as long as he clears waivers, which, you know, his fifth round pick is is anyone's guess. Well, the other player at cornerback who the Ravens cut, Kevon Seymour, this to me is another Brent Urban situation. This is could be back, you know, the very next day, whatever later this week in short in short notice uh could be back on the team or the practice squad and he's he could be on the practice squad and elevated for the first you can be elevated three times let's just say marlon humphrey misses whatever we don't know one two three we don't know how many Uh games um he could be elevated for each of those games that marlon is out well the the other one seen them do this with kevon seymour in previous years also yeah the other one too in that mix is um daryl worley the ravens released him veteran player you know been a corner transitioned to safety full-time he could also he'd been a special teamer. Yep. I think he's another ideal candidate for either 53 or practice squad. Completely agree. Uh, and then no real surprise at safety. As you mentioned, Daryl Worley was really the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other four, you know, Kyle Hamilton, Marcus Williams, Geno Stone, and then Ardarius would be yeah. kind of the fourth safety slash Brandon Stevens is, you know, a safety slash corner. Yeah. Uh, I, corner look, slash I look right safety, now. Probably. Really, yeah. Brandon is more corner. Yeah, I think he's corner slash safety. Yeah. You could put the corner first. Yeah. Um, and then obviously no surprise at specialists. So that's the initial 53-man roster. We've kind of talked through some of the moves that we think could be coming next. You know, Pepe would be an obvious. He's on the initial 53, Demarion Williams. But we expect that he's going to go on IR. He had ankle surgery, expected back hopefully in October at some point. But, you know, that's an IR situation. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, Hopefully Marlin is not an IR situation. It does not sound like that's the case. Does not no. John Harbaugh said John Harbaugh said was asked about that today, you know, whether the timeline remains. Now <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's like, is the timeline remain? It's like, well, we never really got a totally clear timeline. So yes, the unclear timeline still remains. Uh, but he said <laughs> that like it it sounds like he'll still be uh available at some point in the first quarter of the season. So I do not expect Marlin to be an IR candidate. So we'll see you know, where that, where that goes. I also think the other thing to keep an eye on here and why we keep saying initial is because there could be players that shake loose from other teams who the Ravens end up claiming on waivers as well. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, are there other players, you know, you mentioned Marlon, are there other players that go on IR that, you know, the Ravens have had the past two days, they've had a number of absences and practices. Mm -hmm. Do any of those end up as IR situations? Yeah. We're not sure. And then with, there has you know, some, you know, around this time, there's not a whole lot of in injury, <laughs> definitive injury information that yeah. comes out with and with IR too. Like, you know, part of that, I think it's it makes it a little bit more complicated and why there's so many moving pieces. Like, now you can put a guy on IR; and it's all short term. You don't have to designate someone to return, so you just have more flexibility as you're constructing your roster. You can put guys on IR, and they they could be back, you know, a month later. So you have a little bit more flexibility as a team as you're making that decision. So yeah, there could be other IR candidates. Sometimes that that always happens every year. Yep, totally. Uh, well, thank you for listening. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. If you haven't checked it out already, make sure 
sure you're subscribed and leave a rating and review for Ravens Press Pass, where all the Ravens press conferences, locker room interviews, and everything, they reside there. Uh, we heard from head coach John Harbaugh today, in addition to John Simpson, who won the starting left guard battle. and Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby, thank you very much, who we talked about. Could be the starting corner week one. So go and check that out. And if you haven't done so, make sure you leave us a rating and review. Mm. You know? Yeah. Five star. Did we make th- we made the team? We made, we made the team. We made the team. We're still here. Congratulations, Garrett. You're yeah. still on the squad. Um, I might are. I might I are you though. You're. <laughs> I mean, you haven't been athletic in quite some time. Just, just I are you. <laughs> what? Just, just lack of athlete. Yeah. I mean, I know you were looking for the Turk today. You're looking over <laughs> your shoulder. You're just. Mm, mm. But we're here. We're here. But we're still here. We're Thanks here. for listening, and we'll be back with you later this week.